0: Welcome to a new episode of Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Now, we are in the middle of March, which means it is daylight savings time. And you know, you got to save all that daylight because we are 15 days away from the moon taking over the night. Because we're getting Oscarizing as Mark Spector. Moon night is coming in 15 days. Prepare yourself. But aside from that, we've got some awesome new first look at Miss Marvel, so we'll talk more about that, review the trailer, and some more in this week's MCU news. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, my name is Devin Stone. I'm one of your excellent co-hosts on the podcast, but I am remiss to do anything further without introducing the amazing, the incredible, the oh-so-lovable, Louis Tonnerini. The moon is taking over the night. Poetic. So we are here to talk about some awesome new MCU news and everything and talk about something we have as a little activity to share with our community for this month might be revolving a little bit around that. I don't know. You know, that big college basketball thing that goes around that like March multi fun. You know what I'm talking about. We're going to get to that in a little bit, but... Right away, I want to just dive in and say, if you guys are enjoying the show, you're a long-time listener, help us out. Help us grow our community a little bit more. We've uh, got a good footwork going, and we just want to keep that momentum going as we are going into the, the heavy content coming up just around the corner for this year's MCU for 2022. So like our podcast on whatever you listen to it, or follow, share, give it to a friend, you know, Whatever. Give us a good review, and that'd be helpful tremendously. So, Louie, I have not talked to you in a little bit. It's been it's been a while, yeah. has been a while. Had some uh, traveling going on with work and things like that. So I am incredibly excited to do my favorite way to kick off the show, which is how Louie and I catch up when we're a little bit apart from each other and just have not talked about what's been going on in our lives. So we like to call this segment... MCU for you. That's right. So, Louie, tell me what has been MCU for you. Mm,
1: Not a ton going on with the MCU right now, but I pre-ordered a new Funko Pop yesterday because I was at work, and I'm just like, no more Funko Pops, Louie. You have enough. You don't need to spend any more money, and then... My friend Devin <laughs> texted me, look at this one that just got it on. Oh, you pre-ordered it, was it. Captain America holding his prototype shield, and he wasn't he's Steve Rogers holding a prototype shield with no paint on it, and I said, Well, I need that. So I came home and I I pre ordered it. So.
0: Wait, it was the prototype shield? I thought it was the trash can lid
1: I also did, it is not He is in his full uniform oh. It is the prototype shield And there's bullets coming at it Because Peggy was Carter was why shooting him holes. Now yes. it makes
0: so much sense Because I was like, wait, he didn't get shot at <laughs> Like in the alleyway That is a totally different scene Awesome
1: Nope, he's holding, it cooler. Yeah, holding the prototype Because Howard was giving him different shields And he's like, what about this one? And then yeah, Peggy shoots him a bunch of times. Cool, man. So, That's awesome. yeah, I pre-ordered that. Other than that, I found a picture yesterday of why the MCU is so well cast. And it was MCU characters and underneath was their uh Lord of the Rings counterparts. And Interesting. I ha- I have Lord of the Rings friends, so I sent it to him. His name's Mike. And I said, hi, yeah. yeah, yeah, hi Mike, and um He said, who is that guy in the bottom middle? And I said, I haven't the slightest idea. And uh, he sent, or I asked asked him his name in Mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings. And he said something, Oakensmith or something like that from The Hobbit. So then I had to do some research. His name is Thorin Oakenshield. From the Hobbit. So here's the photo. Devin, anyway. This uh-huh. this guy here. Who is that oh. guy? Oakenshield? Well, I
0: remember him he's now.
1: He's Oakenshield here, but who is he here? So I had to do some research. His name is Richard Armitage, and he played Heinz Kruger. And then you go, oh, who is Heinz Kruger? So in Captain America, the first one, Captain America, the first Avenger, um they're doing the Super Soldier Serum and some guy in the crowd, bang, shoots Doctor I'll never remember this guy's name either. Do, 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 oh, do. he's the guy who
0: shot Dr. The Doctor
1: Abraham Erskine Erskine. And mm-hmm. then Captain America chases him around in his bare feet or whatever. Yeah. Finally catches him and then he takes a cyanide mm-hmm. pill and he says, Hail Hydra, and dies. That was him, Richard Armitage. Wow. Also, longtime listeners of the podcast and new listeners will know I'm a big fan of Wolverine. <laughs> he, I listened to a Wolverine podcast and the voice of Wolverine was none other than Richard Armitage. So, came full circle. That's today. funny.
0: Because I just you know did a quick search, and uh, one of the first images, Mr. Armitage here looks exactly like Hugh Jackman, and then the the caption is Richard Armitage as Wolverine question mark, and literally thrown uh like Hugh Jackman's iconic like yeah. it's rough and he looks dead on like a younger version of him,
1: so yeah, he was the voice of Wolverine in that podcast. Wow, <clears throat> other than that. I went out Saturday night with a good buddy of mine, Mr. Connor Wilson. Shout out to Connor. I love you. Um we went to a little restaurant nearby. It's called Falco's. We walked in, we tried to order some pizza. And then she said, We close at 8:30. We got there at 8:30. So
0: Oh, that's a bummer.
1: I said, Who closes at 8:30 on a Saturday? And she said, yeah. It's COVID times, bruh. And I was like, Nobody in here is wearing a mask. I don't know why you're closing at eight thirty. So we went to Denny's and Connor lives in Tennessee, Nashville, I believe. And he's he had a long drive here. He wanted he was coming for the South Side Irish parade. And mm-hmm. he said he said that we got him all the way to Kentucky, you and I, listening to the two hour uh hey. uh two hour episode of us ranking the MCU films. So he's he's he was never a fan of the MCU, and now that he's listening to us every week, he is getting into it. And I totally blanked on bringing him stickers, so I'm gonna send him some. But he also got his friend Daryl shout out Daryl to listen to the podcast. So if you hear it's this, nice Daryl, right off the bat, shout out to you from Connor. I'm not gonna give your last name, Daryl, but i appreciate you and uh that's yeah awesome. um that's about it i haven't really done anything else mcu-y I, I saw batman that's not mcu but i saw it and i liked it i also
0: saw batman and so. i liked
1: it all right mr houston texas <laughs> houston
0: we have a problem devin how was houston it was uh, awful because I was in Austin, Texas. Crap! <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Houston, we have a problem. We're in Austin. <laughs> we're in the wrong. We're in the wrong fucking town. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a bad. Uh, so I was in Austin, Texas for a few days for work. We were there for uh, South by Southwest, um, not the fun one with all the celebrities and movie premieres and stuff. It was for the education one, which is a little bit more. Like I said, not the fun one. Um, anyways, I did do some fun things while I was down there, like seeing Batman and everything, but you know, I, uh, had a f- decent, like two and a half hour flight there and back. So I, uh, was catching up a little bit on my secret wars as I'm trying to go through that comic event and get more caught up ahead of time. Cause you know, what's eventually going to happen. And so, um, yeah, I caught up on that, but while I was down there, My uh, good coworker and I, we were walking around. We had just finished our last day of the conference and we had a little bit of time to kill before heading back to uh, the hotel and then the airport and everything. But we uh, found this little sign as we were walking down the block, right? And it just has like a little, kind of like those shop, little, uh, I don't know what you actually call them, little displays you put, you know, it folds out and then you could write whatever on chalkboard and stuff. Like an easel? Yeah, like a little easel or sign, but it had a G.I. Joe on it. So we're like, oh, I wonder what's over here. And then it turns out it said Texas Toy Museum. And then it just pointed upwards. And so we decided to follow where uh, the sign took us. And then we went through a set of stairs and then walked into this huge room um, where we just had all these awesome collectibles. And it was kind of like a mini store. So this Texas Toy Museum, if you go there, in uh austin texas downtown you'll find an earth eight nine four little uh sticker right on the cash register Ooh. the guy slapped it right on there yeah
1: nice <clears throat> nice
0: yeah so i'm gonna try to get uh the owner on the podcast because um uh, you know it was nine dollars just to walk through his museum of collectible toys literally every single big toy that like from Masters of the Universe to Star Wars to Marvel from the 80s up until now. He has these crazy dioramas he built all encased. Um, some things you can actually touch, but, touch and everything, but like, the collection is incredible because there's like original Star Wars Kenner toys in there that are worth thousands of dollars. Um, but what's even cooler about it, in the back room, he has an entire arcade that's free to play, a projector and everything so he had like uh the old star wars trilogy arcade game that i love to play you've probably seen it in every Chuck E. cheese uh street fighter marvel vs capcom some other games like that they even had like old school um consoles from like uh late 70s 80s and everything so it's really cool and there's even like a bar and stuff but he had an entire uh I remember what mark it was, but he had an entire Iron Man suit that he 3D printed hanging up in the corner of um when you first walk in to like uh purchase like your mission and everything like that. Super, super cool. So it's a blinking you'll miss it sort of place when you're walking downtown and everything. But if you're really into collectibles and you know just seeing all this like historic uh like toys and everything, it's so cool, super, super cool. Um. So yeah, check it out.
1: Two questions. First one, which sticker was it?
0: It is the sticker of our OG logo. So it's you and me saying yes. Earth Man Four and MCU Podcast. He slapped it right on the cash register when I handed it to him. He's like, "Oh, sweet!" And he just took it, and peeled it right off, and just slapped it. Was it's that guy like, the... always put stickers on?
1: Was that the owner, or was that?
0: Yeah, it's owner. Oh, sick.
1: Sec second question. Did you buy anything there?
0: I did not buy anything because my suitcase was already packed to the brim.
1: Uh. And,
0: um, like, based on when you walk in, it's kind of like, uh, like, you have Funko Pops and action figures and stuff like that, that are a little bit more common, not nearly, like, on the level of, you know, you're trying to try and pay an arm and a leg for. Um, but, I was a little tempted because there was some, like, Star Wars ones that I always had my eye on that I haven't seen in a long time, but It was really cool. It was really, really cool. And you could walk around. You could, you know, leave and then come back too. And it's like a little hidden spot that, like I said, like no one knows it's there. It survived all through COVID. And he was saying people like send uh, even donations and everything too. So he has a lot of this is just his own personal collection, but he has donated stuff too. So it's pretty cool. So check it out. It's off of 314 and a half Congress Avenue, Austin, Texas. Nice. So aside from that, uh, I finally caved in. I sat down and I watched Spider-Man Homecoming in three sittings. Took you three sittings? Yeah, it's not like, oh, I can't watch it. Um, Because that's clearly not the point. Do you even know me? It was the fact that I was just kind of watching a little bit later in the evening. So I was already tired. And I fell asleep a few times. But man, going through Homecoming after everything with No Way Home, Like, Tom Holland, physically, you can see how much younger he looks and appears, but having that, like, small-scale story, that movie feels like nothing compared to No Way Home now (laughs) in terms of, like, the stakes and everything. Like, it's so, like, man, he was still starting out. Poor guy was just trying to, you know, be a good, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, but still, like, appease his mentor and hero. But then he's really trying to prevent the multiverse from breaking because he made a mistake and everything in no way home. It's, it's just, it's so incredible how we started there and, uh, how we've kind of completed his little trilogy. So, uh, I highly recommend going back and watching homecoming. It's a good time. And it's funny.
1: Homecoming is a good ass movie, man.
0: So that's all I got pretty much for, uh, MCU for you. I did see Batman, like I said, but, um, I don't know. We'll talk about that eventually. I don't think there's really any Marvel relevance. I can kind of weasel into this one. So,
1: Colin Farrell was in the Daredevil movie. He was Bullseye back in 2003 or whatever it was. Yeah, wow, (laughs) yeah. I remember him like. Daddy also had like the ball cap and everything. Yeah, but he had that bullseye like imprint on his forehead, and I remember him like shooting. Little pins or something into an old lady's neck because she was snoring or something. So, oh, something I the stupid. Nails.
0: I just remember it like his intro shows him like getting all bullseyes at like a a bar and a dartboard. It's so cliche.
1: Colin Farrell. That's the closest I can get to the MCU off the top of my head. <laughs>
0: Well, hopefully we never get that crossover into the MCU. We like Charlie Cox right where he's at.
1: Yes, and the bullseye in Season 3 of Daredevil was beautiful.
0: I still have not watched Season 3, but I need to. Get your head out of your butt, Devin! Well, you know, they're on I just spoiled it! Fairly soon. I've known for a while. Like I said, we have a couple things we want to talk about in terms of the actual news, so how about we just jump right into it? News or footage... Marvel News. so i think uh let's dive right into one of the first pieces that unfortunately is a little bit of a downer we are saddened to learn of the passing this past weekend of william hurt now you know him from his small appearances in the mcu especially in the earlier phases as thaddeus Thunderbolt ross now why this is definitely such a kind of a hit to the mcu is because where we're at with um the latest kind of like streaming series with Falcon, and the winter soldier to uh, black widow and so forth was that it was seeming like they're actually trying to put together the thunderbolts and everything in uh, the cinematic universe. It's kind of like an anti Avengers sort of thing. How involved he would have been is hard to say because I remember, I think I even mentioned it to you, Louie when we saw black widow and then Ross shows up he was looking not not the greatest in terms of like physicality. Um, it just I think he had the cane and everything too. Or am I just kind of imagining that? But uh, it may have been for some time that his health has not had been the greatest. So, um, it is very unfortunate to hear of his passing and everything. I feel like there probably still could have been some good opportunities for his character. But of course, I mean, he's an Oscar winning uh, award winning actor and everything with an expansive career and so it's still a a pretty heavy loss but definitely have to acknowledge his uh presence will heavily be missed in the mcu
1: the one guy that made it from the incredible hulk
0: i didn't even think about that it's Mm -hmm. true
1: i mean technically the hulk did but not 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 the one from the
0: movie (laughs) yeah so it is unfortunate but it doesn't mean that it's uh like his character has gone off or anything like that so I imagine maybe if I had to predict what they're going to do about it, they might just kind of let the character fade into the background. I'm not sure if they're going to try and do any sort of like off-screen death or anything, or they might just say he retired something witty.
1: Yeah. I don't think they're going to make a big deal out of it, unfortunately.
0: Right. So, uh, just wanted to share that and we, uh, you know, I'm sorry for the family and everything and hope it all gets better. So, One of the new things that came out, of course, was a new Moon Knight trailer, which is our final trailer. We have that, like I said, only 15 days away until we actually get to finally dig in and see what this show and series is going to be like. I've seen reports saying that this is almost like its own thing. Kevin Feige was saying that they're not trying to tie it down to anything in the MCU. Now, what does that mean? He compared it to Iron Man from the beginning, where they just started out of nowhere. Here you are with Iron Man 1. So they can kind of do whatever they want with it. Of course, it eventually tied into Avengers. But at least with this Moon Knight story, they wanted it to just be not dependent on prior events or having a tie-in and this and that. They wanted it to be fully story-oriented. Let's get the best possible thing into the show, and then we'll work around it, right? So that got me excited because it just means, like, this show could be almost on that Netflix level. Of Just, like, the brutality and everything for what we've seen, like, Daredevil, Punisher, and so much for. So, i um, pretty excited for it. Now, Louie, you have not seen the trailer, so I'm not going to spoil anything. Because there really isn't much to spoil, except for some other cool things to see. But, if you had to rate on a level of 1 to 10, how stoked are you for this show?
1: 10. Perfect 10. Absolutely. I've wanted Moon Knight forever. I love... I... I don't know much about him, but from the trailers that I have seen, he looks incredible. I know it's next next to impossible to get a Moon Knight Funko Pop. He's very, very comparable to Batman of the MCU, who is uh-huh. secretly my favorite superhero. Woo. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, 10. I don't know much about Oscar Isaac or Moon Knight or... Much about so, like I know a little bit about Moon Knight just from the yeah. the research that I've done, listening to variant comics on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. But I just yeah cannot wait for this show.
0: Yeah, I mean Oscar Isaac too. I mean I'm more familiar with him as Poe Dameron and Star Wars and everything. But if you just look at everything he's been in in the last like let's say like last like six seven years, he was Apocalypse, so he's already been in Marvel. He's now Moon Knight. He's been in Star Wars. He was in Dune. Like this guy is just everywhere, from sci-fi to pop culture and everything. So, uh, it is a good day to like Oscar Isaac. His mother must be so proud.
1: I'm proud of he him. He wants
0: right Earth Day '94 <laughs> is very proud of you, Oscar. <laughs> we're, we're, we're so happy to see how far you've come. <laughs> good job, good dog story. Good job, Mister Isaac. <laughs> yeah, good job. Just remember us when you're uh, big and famous, right? Yeah, My mom would always say.
1: He's already big and famous.
0: I'll never forget on a, an interview for a Star Wars press tour, they asked him, um, Yeah, so I know that he's got uh, Guatemalan descent and everything. And on this press tour, he mentioned how to say it in the native language. And it was Estaraguars. Estaraguars. And I love that. I just love that. Guars.
1: You and, you and your Star Wars.
0: Right, But we're not a Star Wars podcast or else would we be uh, Earth 894 from a long time ago. So yeah, be on the lookout. Moon Knight, we're excited for it. I think Louie and I might actually do a live uh, after a couple days, after the show's come out. First episode. We might just have to do a live episode where we have you guys actually join the show and everything. So then we can talk a little bit more and get your live feedback and reactions. So we'll have more details on that to come. But that's just part of life the madness that it's coming in this March. So I need to take a quick break because I totally forgot one big thing in MCU for you that I'm going to add in. So one of my friends I went to college with, her name is Tori. Shout out Tori. She listens to the podcast. And so she is ever so lucky that she lives in uh, California. Um, So she's pretty close to Anaheim and Disneyland and everything. So she actually told me that uh, because of the podcast, she never noticed that, when you're on Avengers Campus and uh, California Adventure and everything, that you can actually see the spray-painted uh, tagged signature from Miles on the Spider-Man web f- uh, facility on that ride. She said she never noticed until she listened to the podcast. So that made my day when she shared that with me. So as a cool courtesy, uh, we're going to be sending Tori some uh, free stickers. So she said she might try her best to try and, you know, post or, you know, get the stickers there to be present in uh, – um avengers campus so we're making it to austin we're making it to disney uh you know making it quote unquote um sort of traveling so make us a global podcast for everyone shout out tori we love you yeah thank you so much tori that's so awesome so I right, that made my that made my day so if you are like tori and you want to get free stickers just let us know we'll do it for any reason possible you like a start of course we like we like to give away stickers All right. So the big piece of news here, literally, I'm so glad we're recording today because we did not miss out on potentially missing this. If we recorded a day prior, Miss Marvel, if you, uh, forgot that that's coming out soon, it's actually been coming out in June, June 8th to be exact. We got some stills from, uh, the show and everything, some little snippets, but we did get our first actual trailer of the show. Now, there's a couple pieces we're going to talk about. So, Louie and I have the trailer queued up here, and we're going to do a quick watch real quick. Uh, We're not going to go as in-depth, but we just want to talk about this trailer a little bit. So, let's kind of uh, pull this trailer up here. Let's go into it. (laughs) So, right away, I like that this is kind of almost like Homecoming-esque. These little animations and everything. Okay,
1: so first off, I just want to say... I get it. You get what? High school.
0: Kamala. Kamala. Another adventure shirt. Cute. She thinks I'm some kind of weirdo. I didn't catch who was on her shirt. shirt. Captain Marvel and who else? Excuse Black me. Widow? Yeah. Um. <laughs> you're kind of on my shirt. Sorry. But you're staring out the window in your little fantasy land. Kamala. Hey. Already? Really? Come on. like. Do I have to figure out my whole future before launchers? It's really cool. This definitely feels more like You're an actual right. like. Uh, spend too much time. Kind of like slice life, life teen comedy. Like show? a coming of age story. Coming of age, thank you. Yes. Turning really red the on Disney Plus. You save the world. Did you watch Turning Red? Because I watched it.
1: Uh, did I watch it? I've watched it about seventy fucking times,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, so right here, I want to pause. So, I don't know what's up with the lead-up to this, but what we're looking at, Kamala just pulled out almost like a little gauntlet or bracelet out of some sort of little chest. And now, this is finally answering the questions that we've had in our, uh, Dave's is speculating. What the heck are they gonna do about her abilities and her powers? So, let's revisit that in just a second here. So, she clips it on just lit up her eye she's now in some like almost like cosmic alternate thing does something happen to you no why did you hear something come on up. what does it feel like cosmic she says her powers there it's almost like cosmic energy she's stepping on i always
1: thought i wanted this kind of life but i never imagined any of this do you even know what you are
0: And there we go with the the big fist and everything, and she's punching, and it looks more like her stretching powers. So, Miss Marvel. There you go. Streaming June 8th. Now. So, we've seen that she is getting her powers from some... Whatever is up with this gauntlet, this band, whatever it is. It kind of looks like cosmic energy. Kind of like what Captain Marvel has. What do you think about that?
1: hmm yeah it um it's weird to me um we were talking a little bit off air whoa uh
0: yeah there's a better it, look it, right here of what it has it almost looks 10, ten ringsy right that's what i was thinking because isn't it kind of weird that at the end of shang chi wong mentions something about like someone made this or it's setting off a beacon or... I forget what exactly he said. It was Wong, right? Or was it Bruce?
1: It was one of them, yeah.
0: Yeah. Captain Marvel what? was there too. Ooh, good point, good point. So I wonder if, you know, you're right. Could this be tying into the same origin of... Looks 10 rings ringsy? rings-y. Um,
1: yeah. And then it gave him Wenwu. It gave Wenwu all sorts of crazy powers when he wore those. Mm-hmm. I would have been upset had she not been stretchy at all. Yeah. So I'm glad that she's still stretchy, but has other powers. You and I were talking off air a little bit, and I was like, "You saw my sour face as soon as she started like jumping on Mm
0: -hmm.
1: on imaginary things." And I was like, "Come on!" And then she did
0: that showed that a while ago. That's why I kind of got
1: oh. And then she did the fist, and I was like, "Okay,
0: that's a little bit better."
1: So. I have high hopes for this show. I think it's going to be good.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping so, too. You know, as I was looking at this, too, is like I mentioned how this looks like that coming-of-age story, where we're at with the MCU, with all this new content coming out constantly, compare it to the first show we're getting this year is Moon Knight. It's, they keep describing it as brutal, brutal, brutal. But then we're getting this coming-of-age story that's more, you know, teenage-focused, right? So I think we're at the age now where... If you don't like something, there's always something else you can watch and still enjoy. So they're probably venturing out a little bit more on, here's this type of show, here's this type of movie, and so forth, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, it just really shows how expansive the universe is. Um, just like how, you know, what if you like it or you don't?
1: No, you don't. <laughs> but um, I agree. Yeah. It, it's nice to have like... That teenage high school drama, looking at boys stuff every now and then. Right. When you're dealing with, you know, the end of the universe and Spider-Man or, you know, Thanos snapping away half the earth or, you know, this show seems a little more grounded at the beginning anyways. Like kind of Hawkeye-ish where it's not not as high stakes until – Eventually, you know, she'll probably meet up with Bree Larson or something in this show. And
0: um I like that's probably gonna be the final episode. Form the
1: Marvels, up. yeah.
0: Yeah. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. So the one thing I feel curious about the most Inhuman, right? Inhumans the movie flopped, We have no idea how it is in relative canon. Inhuman's the TV show, right? Yeah. So the other side of that coin is that Kamala is known as being inhuman, hence why she has those powers and everything. So this is telling me she is definitely, definitely not inhuman, which leaves the question what are they ever going to do with Inhumans? The most I've seen of them is, you know, like I said, Inhuman's the show, but then also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D where that's more of a you know, common thing because it's a pretty big story arc throughout pretty much the entire show with Agent Daisy, Daisy Johnson being Inhuman, later known as Quake, Story of Worlds and so forth with all the Cree stuff. Also Cree. So I'm just curious on if they're ever going to elaborate once a show has come out, why exactly did they stray away from the Inhumans piece as well as the whole stretching thing? The stretching thing I could see because of Fantastic Four. That, that's, it, it, you know, it's, it is what it is. But at least, like you said, they're trying to do this new power source, whatever, and they still show her like iconic giant fist punching and stuff. That would have been a total kind of disappointment if they didn't do something like that.
1: Well, the leader of the Inhumans, Mr. Black Bolt, might be a, uh, Might be in the multiverse of madness if, if we're led to, uh, we're led to believe about the uh, Illuminati. So, maybe there are still Inhumans, and they just wanted to go a different route with Miss Kamala Khan here. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I
0: don't.
1: Yeah, Black Bolt's the best man. He can't talk, otherwise he destroys planets.
0: Wow, that's metal. Metal. Knows, so. Maybe we'll get another Ralph Boner on uh, the uh, Illuminati.
1: Was that was that Quicksilver's name? Yeah, of course Ralph it was. Ralph
0: Boner. Boner. I don't think that we're gonna see the end of him. I feel like there's still something in there for him.
1: We can only hope so. House of Harkness can't get here fast enough. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. Alrighty. So you brought up House of Harkness, which is what we're gonna talk about next. No, it's not. I'm kidding. But we're <laughs> done for the news. Which brings us into March Madness. So
1: March Madness' big thing is the bracket. Devin, my question to you is, do we call the bracket MCU Madness, or do we call it the
0: Multiverse of March Madness? I like the Multiverse of March Madness. Okay. Just because it's a mouthful, but I I kind of like it better.
1: Well, multiverse of madness, but you just add in the word March in there, multiverse of March madness.
0: Yes, yes. I love it all, but yes, this idea stemmed from just trying to do our own little spin on it with the MCU. And so Louis put together an incredible bracket. Is of it though? our heroes and villains? It is incredible. It is so much better than what I was hoping for. And I've grown to love it each and every moment we talk about it. (laughs) So it's going to be our way of kind of doing our own way of doing this. Like I said, Uh, we have all of our heroes on one side and then all of the iconic villains on another side. And they're going to go head to head. So we're going to do a little bit of a preview on today's episode because part of how we're actually deciding who goes on with these brackets and all these different rounds is up to you guys. So we've got, this is content we're going to be posting on our Instagram and so forth on all socials, where every day we're going to have a set of all the various rounds of heroes and villains, and you just have to pick, you know, do you want Wanda, or do you want Thanos, or do you want Kang, or do you want, you know, Scott Lang? He who remains. He, he who remains. remains. Oh, <laughs> I, thing
1: I forgot a thing. Damn. You so so I'm just going to shoehorn it in here. Shout out Connor Wilson again. Shoehorn it in here. Connor says that Ant-Man is the most powerful Avenger. And I said to him, "What? why would you say that, friend? I think Ant-Man's great, but I don't think he's the most powerful Avenger by any means. I think Thor would absolutely demolish him. Mm-hmm. And he said, because if he has control of all the ants... That's like some 13 billion trillion ants or something like that. He had a number, but he was a little bit inebriated when we were together, so he couldn't remember the number exactly. (laughs) And he said, even if Thanos snaps away half of all life, that's Mm. still like 7 billion trillion ants or something (laughs) like that. So he still could just turn into a big ant thing and have the ants attack Thor or whoever else. So yeah, he said Ant Man is the most powerful Avenger, to which I very strongly disagree and think that Thor can <laughs> electrocute f- one billion trillion billion ants. But I digress. You said Scott Lang, and that went in that my sure head.
0: <laughs> Ant Man is the most powerful Avenger. He doesn't need any ants. All he needs is to get to really really tiny and go into. Uh Thanos' cave of wonders and just expand like the multiverse and see
1: what happens, you know? Just just wrecks him. So today at work, we were slow. Slow AF, actually. And my boss gave people the option to go home at 2.30. Usually we get off at 4.15. And he said, you guys can go home if you want to. There's obviously nothing happening here. Get out, save us some money, and I said, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna stay." So I stayed. You know, I just pre-ordered a Funko Pop. I need to pay for that thing. <laughs> so I did stay, and I had texted Mr. Devin here. I was like, "So what are we doing about these uh, these brackets?" And he's like, "Bro." I have so much going on right now. I haven't even thought about it. I want to do three different brackets. And I was like, that is dumb. (laughs) So so I created a bracket on the fly today, actually, where I picked, in March Madness, there's 68 games or something like that because you have to do play-in games. I wasn't doing all that play-in garbage. 64 people... In the MCU. 32 heroes and 32 villains. I tried to keep the stronger, more favorable heroes on top and the lesser known or weaker heroes on the bottom, which would make you believe that Captain America as a one seed would just blow through Thena as a 16 seed. But Thena's pretty powerful and can give Captain America a run for his money. But uh, another example would be at number four, I have Wanda versus number uh, number 13, Kate Bishop. And I think that's very easy work for Wanda, as much as I am in love with Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. So we have a bracket, and um, I hope you guys enjoy it.
0: Yeah, it is super, super cool, guys. I mean, just looking at this, I'm excited bless you excuse me so Louis, how about we uh kind of paint the picture here so let's describe who is actually the participants in both the heroes and villain categories so how about we start with this uh the iron man or excuse me the, 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 that's all folks um let's start with the heroes and how about we uh go bracket by bracket or uh, or matchup bracket, whatever you call it. I don't sports uh, anymore.
1: You're fine. We'll do the first. The we'll just do the matchups because I'm not sitting here looking for the ones, the yeah, twos, exactly. and the threes. So I'll <laughs> do the first bracket. You could do well. You know what? You do the first bracket. I'll do the second one, and so on.
0: Sounds good. So first up, we got Iron Man versus the Ancient One.
1: Number one, Iron Man. Number sixteen, Ancient One. Number and then we have number eight Hawkeye versus number nine Falcon, and which I think is a pretty good
0: matchup. That is pretty good. And then we have uh, number four Captain Marvel against Valkyrie at number thirteen. Yikes! Uh, Number five
1: Vision versus number twelve Yelena.
0: Ooh, that's a. I think that's going to come down to a popularity contest.
1: Yeah, Uh. popularity. Yelena takes it. Uh, skills I think vision cuts her in half with the mind stone.
0: Yeah we got to, we'll talk about after we go through like how exactly are we personally deciding these uh matchups. Uh so the next bracket is number six Cersei versus number eleven Okoye.
1: Then you have number three Doctor Strange versus number fourteen Peggy Carter. Rest Ooh. in peace, the love of my life
0: now that was Captain Carter. I mean, we'll just have to wait till May. Yeah. So next one we have number seven, Star Lord against number ten, Wasp.
1: And then to round out this bracket, you have number two, Thor versus number fifteen, Sylvie.
0: Ooh, that one I think could actually be a pretty cool fight.
1: We don't have enough Sylvie. I feel like if we had yeah. more Sylvie, it could be better. But but she's got tricks. I, I mean, digress.
0: Oh, I mean, literally, it's he's Thor versus female Loki, which is cool.
1: Yeah, but she's got different powers than Loki.
0: Yeah, but still, it's like, ugh, sister. <laughs> I can't wait. All right, so the next one we have, number one, is Captain America against number 16, Athena. And then you have number eight,
1: Black Widow, versus number nine, War Machine.
0: That'd be cool. Number four, we have Wanda against 13, Kate Bishop. (laughs) As you were saying, we should have put Kate Bishop versus (sighs) Yelena. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, but Yelena wins. She won every time. Yeah, she would win. In a sleeper of a hand-to-hand combat fight, um, number five, Black Panther versus number 12, Shaolin, Shang-Chi's sister.
0: That would be a cool one. Oh. And then speaking of Shang-Chi, he is at number six. He's going to be against Wong. Oh, who's man. Number 11. Oh. Um,
1: David versus Goliath, anybody? <laughs> number three, <laughs> the
0: Incredible Hulk versus number 14, Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> That's funny. Um, So the next one we have is number seven, Ant-Man, which is apparently the strongest Avenger, versus number 10, Gamora. And rounding off
1: this bracket, you have number two Spider-Man kicking the absolute crap out of number 15 Shuri, hopefully.
0: So that is our matchups for the heroes. So uh, Louis crafted a really good list here. I think we got some really good matchups, and I'm excited for this. I'm really, really excited.
1: So Mm -hmm. accidentally I've learned that Star-Lord is facing Wasp in the first round. Mm Mm-hmm. Number 7 and number 10, Star-Lord and Wasp. And also number 7 and number 10, you have Ant-Man versus Gamora. So it's the guys beating up the girls that they're in love oh, with. Or not wow. beating up the girls, but, you know, it's the guys yeah. versus their girlfriends. Right. Opposite ways. I thought that, that was funny. funny. Good catch. Um, other ones that I'm I'm excited for in this first round would be, I said, uh, Xiaoling versus... Black Panther, I think, is going to be
0: straight fight. Like, who's Uh, the more tentacle?
1: I mean, mean, for voting-wise, I think Black Panther absolutely murders her. But if those two actually fought, I think it would be very interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. Now, I think that's how I'm kind of approaching it. I'm actually trying to imagine, like, how would this go down if we were watching this uh, head-to-head unfold in front of us on screen? That's how I'm approaching it.
1: Right? If the death battle guys over on YouTube put these put these in their computer. Yeah. Also, I think Captain Marvel versus Valkyrie. I think Captain I mean, I'm I'm not giving my opinions here, but I think that's a a better fight than it looks on paper.
0: Fair enough. We haven't also seen everything about Valkyrie. I mean, Valkyries were a pretty big deal, as Thor described him. And she's the last one. I think she's the last one, right? Or one of the last survivors?
1: Yeah. Who was it? Hella. Hella just
0: murked all of them. <laughs> yeah. That was such a cool scene, too. Yeah. They're all slow mo and just the spikes. Oh, that was cool.
1: Speaking of Hella, let's get over to the villain pool. Number one. Thanos versus number 16, Malekith.
0: <laughs> oh, what a jump. Uh, then we have, is that?
1: It's the Yellow Jacket.
0: What number is Yellow Jacket? Oh, Jesus. The, I think your T is covering it. Eight, I believe. Is it an eight? Okay. Eight. So yeah, Yellow Jacket is number eight with Ego at number nine.
1: Then we have number four, Mysterio, versus number
0: 13, I believe. Yes, Nebula. Hey. And then we have number five, which is Ronan, versus number 12, John Walker, the U.S. agent himself.
1: Number six, Wenwu, versus number 11, Ghost.
0: Then we have Killmonger against Red Skull, number 14.
1: Killmonger, I believe, is a three.
0: Three? Thanks. I can't tell what the, the R on it. Yeah, it is a three. Killmonger, Red Skull.
1: Mm. Number seven, The Kingpin, versus number 10, The Abomination. Oh,
0: that's that would be kind of cool. Not going to lie. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so rounding off this uh, first half, number two is Ultron against number 15, Zemo. Yeah. This doesn't really favor
1: the uh the thinky guys like Zemo, you know. Yeah. Um in the bottom half of the bracket, you've number 1 Loki versus number 16 Taskmaster.
0: And then we have it number 8 yon Rog versus number 9 Dormammu. And he's come to bargain.
1: Uh number 4 Green Goblin versus number 13 Yandu.
0: Ooh. Then we have number five, Casilis, uh, against number 12, whoa, 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 wh- 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 Whiplash.
1: Hey, main. I want my board. Uh, number six, speaking of birds, the vulture. <laughs> versus number 11, Killmonger. Not Killmonger, oh, I- excuse me, Ironmonger.
0: Oh, let's come back to that one. Uh, I got. I just noticed something. You know uh, what I have?
1: I think I noticed what you noticed. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then number three, we have Winter Soldier against number fourteen, Agatha Harkness.
1: It was Agatha all along. Uh, number seven, He Who Remains versus number ten, Aldridge Killian.
0: Ooh-hoo. And to finally wrap off the villains bracket, we have number two, Hela against number 15, Crossbones. Oh, these villain ones. Yeah, so the first one I want to go back to, Vulture versus Iron Monger. That would be a heck of a fight, but I also like that they're both uh, pretty much built all their tech because they just hate and spite Iron Man Tony Stark. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Vulture basically built his suit <laughs> in a cave <laughs> from a box was, of
0: scraps. There's a warehouse with a box of stolen goods from the uh, Atari invasion.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, Kingpin Abomination.
0: Oh, that's so cool.
1: That gets my jollies going.
0: That would be a cool fight. Like, how would Kingpin show up be like, finally a worthy opponent and just straight up boxing and I don't know it just it just sounds like be like so epic
1: yeah Kingpin is is sneakily strong and sturdy yeah almost like a
0: Bane kind of So like I don't think
1: I mean I think Abomination is gonna like ragdoll him or whatever but he's also I think he can hold his own for a while (laughs) anyway yeah um Yondu versus Green Goblin is slept on, I think.
0: Ooh. Ooh. I imagine a lot of laughing.
1: I think that's pretty slept on. Yondu with the arrow versus Green Goblin with the craziness? Yeah.
0: Call that slept on. For sure. What is another good one here? Poor crossbones. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't stand a chance. You know, I'm going to give some benefit of the doubt. First uh, matchup Thanos versus Malekith. I can see Malakith maybe holding his own for a little bit. It depends if he has the ether or not. I can give him the ether, whatever. Which also, going back to this, so Ronin versus John Walker. Is this John Walker pre or post Super Soldier Serum? God, I so, not miss saying that.
1: So this is villain John Walker. So I would say post Super Soldier Serum.
0: Yes, it's, that makes more super, sense. Super Soldier Serum. I, I hate it. The 3S.
1: In doing this, I didn't imagine them at their strongest, you know, I didn't think about Thor with the Odin Force or Captain America with Mjolnir. I just thought of them as their basic who they are in the in the series. I will also admit that when I was doing this, I forgot Icarus from the Eternals on my villain pool. And um, sorry, Eternals. Sorry, Icarus. Should have been more memorable. So be on the lookout on Instagram, TikTok. Facebook, Discord, uh, Slack, uh, <laughs> um, um, My Yearbook, MySpace, <laughs> uh, Tumblr, Reddit, Dropbox. Be on the lookout, all those websites for this uh, amazing multiverse of March Madness uh, bracket. Get your votes in and. Hopefully we have a good, strong uh, uh, tournament. That's the word I was looking for. I'm a big uh, UFC fan, and they always call it a Grand Prix. You know, when you have a big... But, Devin, we've missed out on a lot of uh, shout-outs. What do you say we do some shout-outs,
0: buddy? I think that is a great idea.
1: This is the wrong thing. You dingus.
0: Yeah, I did. Unfortunately, uh, I was unable to actually do trivia last Tuesday while I was out traveling. So, I think we have one live right now because today is Tuesday, March fifteenth of recording this. And so, what was the one prior to that? Did we cover it from two weeks ago? I have to find it. No, I don't think we did. All right, so, uh, let's start with this one then. I'm pretty sure we didn't do it. So this is from March 1st, 2022. In Captain Marvel, what retail store does Carol crash through the roof of? The question answers were Jack in the Box, Borders, Blockbuster, or Sports Authority. Now, Louie, how did you feel about this question?
1: I enjoyed this question. You come up with some crazy stuff sometimes, and this was nice and simple. You know, a nice, simple question. I mean, pretty clear answer when you remember Captain Marvel. You know, you think about the movie and, and the nostalgia of it all, the whole 90s theme, the terrible nirvana going on. Speaking of Batman, terrible nirvana going on. Um... And in the in the trailer, she you know, they showed the Blockbuster and and you're like, "Oh, I used to go to Blockbuster, you know." So, I enjoyed this question personally. Oh, well, that's good. And that was the most voted answer. So, it wasn't an impossible rupees question, you know. Only only two people voted for the wrong answer, for a wrong answer rather.
0: So it's opposite day So if you answered incorrectly We're going to give you a shout out of shame No, no We're not going to do that no. No. no
1: So shout out for the real answer is Blockbuster Shout out Noonie Corn.
0: Nick underscore Hale Vote me for God Mr. Garcia 217 The Super Drews Will Blaze dot NY Ocampo Custom Luke 2 Saucy Puffy Tortilla matthew buttonista codge underscore underscore winden
1: g c Malashevsky, chris rock <laughs> chris rock <laughs> emily
0: dot sweet dot art kill one one two j a b Frispy jedi underscore summers Starfighter Reviews. And lastly, Jonah underscore Jorgensen underscore. Good job, guys.
1: Sh- shout out to you guys. Good job. <clears throat> do you want to do today's or do you want to wait?
0: Eh, There's only a couple hours left, so let's just do it now. <clears throat> yes, sir. So this question from March 15th, 2022, was inspired by Avengers Infinity War. and so, Great movie. Yeah. And in this question... In Avengers Infinity War, which Avenger claims their suit smells like a new car? The Avengers in question were Black Widow, Spider-Man, Bruce Banner, or Thor.
1: So in this one, the fact that you said suit, I figured you'd do all metal suits. I figured it would have been Iron Man, War Machine, uh, Bruce Banner, and Spider-Man. Which explains why nobody voted for Black Widow and Thor. We did get some right. votes for Bruce Banner, but um, he does not say it. It's actually Spider-Man, because I remember him. Mm-hmm. He he, uh, he got the suit, and he goes, smells like a new car in here. Very, and then, oh, come on. <laughs> very Spider-Man-esque. Yeah, take him home. And then he think, shoots out of his back his uh, parachute. Parachute, thank you. <clears throat> Yep. So Spider Man was the correct answer. Shout out Polo seventy one Marco,
0: Jeff Duckman,
1: a Marvel blog, unicorn. Puffy Tortilla,
0: Killum one one two, Datarini, Jab Frisby, Vote Me for God, GC Malashevsky, Jonah Jorgensen, and Mister Marvel's Minutes. Go check out the podcast.
1: The name Jonah Jorgensen just makes me think of the guy from uh, Fairly Odd Parents, you know? Jorgen Von Strangle. <laughs> I I'm Jorgen Von Jamison. Strangle.
0: I think of Jonah Jamison.
1: Uh J. Jonah
0: Jamison. There are so many would-you-rathers. Did we not cover the latest ones? Let me go back. I know we I have a lot. I don't think so. I should really start dating these. Um... Three weeks go. Three weeks go. Two weeks go. Did we
1: even do the other ones? The
0: uh, the intern ones. I do not think we did.
1: All right, Devin. Would you rather intern for J. Jonah Jameson or speaking of J. Jonah Jameson, <laughs> or intern for Trevor Slattery? I think I would go for Jonah. Sixty-two percent of people would agree with you. Would wow. you rather intern for Tony Stark or Hank Pym?
0: Tony Stark all the way.
1: Seventy-three percent of people would agree with you. Eleanor
0: Bishop or Justin Hammer? Uh, pass. (laughs) Pass. I think I'd go for. Now, Justin Hammer would suck, but Eleanor Bishop seems a little bit better. But I think I'd also be kind of scared of her. Or Justin Hammer's just a douche, (laughs) and he probably would have like. I'm not gonna lie, he probably he just looks like the kind of guy who would just have an entire cabinet full of sexual harassment in the workplace, file claims against them. So I'm going to say Eleanor Bishop. 42% Bishop
1: you are in the minority for the first time, sir.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Would you rather have a secret identity or be open about your alter ego? I want to keep it secret, man. Se- I want to be open. Here it is. 69% of people agree with you.
0: How, how about you? Where, would you? where do you stand on the identity? Um...
1: I would rather have a secret identity, but I also have a very noticeable body, so it'd be pretty hard.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty big. <laughs> so then, let me ask you this time: Would you rather have Wanda's magic or have Doctor Strange's magic? Uh, Wanda. 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 I'm you are in, the in the minority. Forty percent yeah. were sixty percent. wanted Strange's powers.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Such a good question, this one.
0: <laughs> so this is a good one. So the final one. <laughs> Louis, would you rather be stuck in a cave or be stuck in space?
1: Um, In space, he had nebula. In the cave, he had that guy. Uh, Also, I am terrified of flying, so I don't want to go to space ever. So give me mm-hmm.
0: the cave. Wow. wow. I... Th- chose the opposite i'd really be stuck in space because you know what at least you get to be stuck and die in space like it's cool you're in space man he didn't didn't die i know i'm just saying you know hypothetically i don't know if captain marvel is gonna swoop in and save me it'd be great that'd be cool but um probably less fortunate on that so at least it'd be kind of cool to be in the stars until a symbiote strikes my ship and then I'm infected but and then the venom symbiote kills me and then it crashes onto Earth and then we get Adi Brock. So I think that's all we have, right? Was there anything else I'm missing? No, I think that puts us at about
1: it, about it, man. What a good episode this was.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we uh man. Yeah, we covered it all. So, thank you all for sticking with us and listening to this week's show. We covered a lot about all the latest trailers, what's going on with the MCU, but also we got to introduce to you in the community this awesome multiverse March Madness that we're going to be sharing on the socials and everything. So, we're excited to get this kicked up and ready to go. So, then everyone can start voting and help us decide these brackets. We're going to f- have uh, our following episodes always talk a little bit about, uh, you know, this week's results and you know like uh, our uh, March Madness coverage so it's going to be an exciting time so do not miss out on the action follow us on Instagram at earth894 underscore podcast and then also on TikTok at earth894 underscore podcast and I just realized I messed up the podcast tag on Instagram it's all in word at earth894 podcast
1: <laughs> not a big deal Not at all. Uh, Yeah, give us a like, follow, share, comment, send us stuff.
0: Yeah. And we have a website that is almost, almost ready to share with you guys. It's just working out some of the bugs and the kinks and getting something pretty cool in store for there for you. So before this month is over, we're gonna have a live new episode with, uh, excuse me, a new live website to share with you all, where you can listen to our full discography of our episodes movie reviews and so forth and check out some other cool goodies on there that you do not want to miss so definitely keep in store for that
1: rock and roll thank you for joining us today and uh yeah hope you join us next time
0: sounds good have a good night everyone
1: rest in peace scott hall
0: (laughs) it's